And so when something isn't done quite right or something isn't done to specifications, you can literally bring them back to the agreement to say, listen, here's the agreement we made. Why did this not happen? Welcome to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast, where ambitious CEOs turn to transition from being the doer of the business to being the leader of the empire. I am Madeline Weick-Silva. I'll share my real-life struggles and breakthroughs as I've scaled my businesses and grown a team that run the day-to-day without me, so that now I run my seven-figure business on three-day work weeks. Join our community of visionary entrepreneurs and transformational leaders as we create lasting impact, financial freedom, and an awesome, rewarding life with a powerhouse team by your side. So in this episode, I really wanted to chat with you a little bit about what is the responsibility of the CEO and what is the responsibility of your operations manager, integrator, or your project manager, the person who is like managing the projects and the team in your business. And how do you delegate effectively and give enough information to your team for them to be effective at taking your ideas and being able to implement them into your business, but also don't fall into the habit of having to start to micromanage or feeling like, you know, your team is just not able to deliver the results that you're looking for. So often I talk to visionary CEOs and they're really frustrated because the team are just not able to take their ideas and implement them to their quality, to their expectations, to what they actually want in the business. And so they start to default by micromanaging and feeling like they have to be responsible for everything. And I so often say that, you know, our businesses run on our energy, us as the CEO. It literally, we are the engines of the business. And so it's really important to have very clean energy, meaning that we need to show up with a lot of vitality and vibrancy. And we need to have a lot of spaciousness in order to take on more growth in the business. And when we fail to create that for ourselves, it's detrimental to the business. So when I have clients that have failed launch or launch doesn't go as well as they've hoped, many, many times, it's not about failure of the tactics of the strategy, but it's literally because the CEO themselves are so overwhelmed and so maxed out that they don't have the bandwidth to take anything else on. And even though they want to grow their business on an intellectual level, emotionally and just the capability of actually capable of taking on more is completely shut down because they just can't do it. And when you're that maxed out, it's very hard to add in more. And so in some ways, they shut down the launch, they shut down the sales because they just know in the hearts of hearts, that deep down, they know they just can't take anything else on. And that usually happens because of a couple of things. One, they are not very clear in the vision that they are creating. And the vision that they are creating, they are constantly changing the direction of where they're going. So your team is looking for you for leadership. They're looking for guidance. They're looking for you for direction. And so if you, the CEO, is constantly changing where you are going and what the direction is and the guidance is, your team will start getting confused. And when your team get confused, they don't take action. So it's very similar to the sales process. You probably heard this a gazillion times, and if you 
help your clients figuring out how to make sales in their business, you know, is they constantly are changing the niche. If they constantly are changing the audience that the offer is for, when they're constantly changing the offer, it's very hard to make sales because they can't really gain traction because they're constantly switching. And so the audience don't know who they serve. They don't know what they do. And when the audience gets confused, they don't buy. And it's very similar with your team inside your business. When your team gets confused about the direction and what's needed to be done, they don't take action. And then you as a CEO will oftentimes overcompensate and feel like you have to jump in and fix things because your team is not doing what they're supposed to be doing. When in reality, it oftentimes comes from them not being clear of where they're going and what the direction is. So that's number one. So number one job description for the CEO is to create division, the direction of the company. What is coming next, right? That is your job as the visionary CEO. Number two is keeping the team accountable to that vision. So we do that by creating clear agreements. And agreements are things like our policies and procedures of how we operate in the business. It's your employee handbook. and. It's not so much about doing the task. I'm not talking about the SOPs, the standard operational procedures of how to do something in your business, but it's actually how people show up and what is expected of them and how we do things inside the business and how we are treating each other, how we're treating the clients and, you know, what constitutes excellence because that looks different for different people, right? That looks different for different CEOs. So we need to get very specific of what the expectations are for our team so that they really know how to be successful within your company. And then once we have agreements, we present them to the team members and they actually agree to those agreements to conduct themselves in that fashion. And when they do, now it's quite easy to manage the team to the agreements. See, when you start being nitpicky about how your team members isn't doing something because it's not to your quality, and you sit down and want to have a conversation with them about that, it becomes very personal for the team members. And maybe they become defensive and annoyed and they feel judged. And maybe they feel shamed and blamed. And oftentimes they feel that way because they weren't given enough opportunity to do it right because they didn't know what your expectations were. And it also feels really personal to them, right? That you are kind of attacking them in some way. And you avoid all of that personal resentment that can so often fester in a company between you and your team by creating very simple agreements and team members agree with those agreements. And then you're not managing the people, you're managing the agreements. You're constantly bringing the team back to the agreements that I've made with you throughout the time that they've been working with you. And so when something isn't done quite right or something isn't done to specifications, you can literally bring them back to the agreements and say, listen, here's the agreement we made. Why did this not happen? So right now, you can get my super simple team assessment process that helps me evaluate my current team, identify if I need to hire somebody else, what kind of training my team members need, who is worth investing in, and who needs to be more challenged to grow with a company. 
and really turning those less than motivated team members into productive, valuating, value-adding team players. It's an on-demand five-part video series that will walk you through the whole process. It's totally free. And you can find it at hello7figurefreedom.com team-assessment-video-series. We'll make sure to add the link in the show notes and let me know. And now they've been giving all the tools that they need to do the job really successfully, right? And so if you look at it this way, I always say that a CEO needs a team around them in order to build the business that they're looking for. And the team needs systems around them as guardrails to make sure that they know how to be successful in your business. And on one side between you and the team is the agreements, okay? And now on the other side, on the outside of the team, is the standard operational procedures. Those are the agreements that actually the team is developing as they're doing the task. They are writing down and developing SOPs. So on my team, every single team member knows how to do SOPs. We train our clients' teams how to do SOPs, standard operational procedures, and documenting the tasks. So it creates a lot of consistency, redundancy. It also gives you a tremendous amount of protection as you as a CEO because your SOPs are your assets for your business. It's how you do what you do and how you deliver at the level of service that you want to deliver. Without them, it's very hard to find a replacement when a team man believes. You probably as a CEO don't know how to do a lot of the things in your business, especially if you're scaling it up and you're growing rapidly. And so it's really important to create that redundancy that you have the SOPs in the business as an asset so that you can continue operate at that high standard that you now created. And for the team, it becomes the agreements from the CEO, which is more about how we conduct ourselves and the behavior and policies that we operate, the expectations and standards we have for the team. That's one side of the guardrails. And the other side is the standard operational procedures, which is more about how we do the things, how we get them done, and the nitty-gritty of each procedure and task and deliverables that we produce within the company. Those are the guardrails for your team. Not until you have a very clear vision, you know exactly where you're going, and you stay put with that vision. It's very important that you're not constantly changing direction where your team is going to get very confused and not take action. Number one, for the CEO to create. Number two is clear agreements of how we conduct ourselves and what excellence looks like and what the expectations are of your team. Those are the agreements. Once you have those, that's the responsibility of the CEO to create those two. Then you can bring in an ops manager, an integrator, you know, an operations manager to step in and really help you and your team to develop the operational side of things. Building out your operational system, building out the SOPs, streamlining and automating procedures and delineate everything. Because now that integrator can very easily keep the team accountable by directing them to the agreements that they've made when they first sign up with you, when they first stepped in to become an employee in your business or a team member in your business. Without those agreements, the integrator or the operations manager cannot manage the team. If the operations manager or the product manager steps into your business 
an attempt to keep your team accountable, but the team has never agreed to those agreements of how to conduct themselves in your business, they will feel tremendously resentful. They will oftentimes revolt and they will make it very difficult for the project manager to actually do their job. So you as the CEO has to set those agreements. Then the operations manager can come in and maintain those agreements and manage the team to those agreements while they also guide them to building out the standard operational procedures along the way. So you create those assets. So this is something that we do over and over again in our clients' businesses. So the very first thing we deliver and really look at is what is the vision that the, you, the CEO, the visionary CEO is really looking to create? What is that big audacious thing? Oftentimes that vision has been lost. It's been buried, right? In the day-to-day of you just keeping everything spinning in your business that you haven't really had time to necessarily look at it and develop it and get really clear about where you're heading now. And sometimes the vision has gotten outdated because you had a vision when you first started your business, but then you get busy building the business and growing the business. And you kind of forgot about it. And your vision has been sitting on time out in the corner waiting for you to get back to it once you have more time or things slow down or, you know, you get clearer about where you actually want to go now because you've blown past the vision that you first had. So very first thing we sit down with our CEOs is really figuring out what is that vision? How do we get there? And then once we have that clarity of where we are heading, we really look at, well, what are the agreements that we want to hold our team accountable to? What is our values? You know, what is the, what is the kind of results we want to get for our clients? And how do we need to conduct ourselves and show up in the company to deliver those results? And we create those agreements very clearly about what it is that we're looking for. And then we bring in a project manager who can step in and really manage the team to those agreements and start really addressing the issues of capacity blocks within the business and the operations and helping you building out a really successful team that can then build the seven-figure dream that you have. And while the project manager is in there doing those things, they are mobilizing the team to implement your ideas. And as they implement it, they are writing up the standard operational procedures and building out your SOP library to create this level of redundance and security for you. Well, you can never go down because you always have the asset of how you deliver the services that you do. And anybody, I call it planning for random intelligence, and anybody on a team can step into somebody else's role and take over exactly where they left off and follow an SOP, even if they never done a task before, and get it done to the level of quality and standard that you have for your business. And this is how you effectively delegate and effectively build out the team. Okay, and so this is something that we do for our clients. But even if you don't have us as a partner in your business, you need to really start thinking about this. So I'm just going to summarize a little bit because I know I ramble a lot and jumped in a lot of different directions. So number one, there's basically two job descriptions for the CEO that the CEO is responsible for, and it is creating the vision and direction where are you heading, right? And two, keeping the team accountable to that vision. And you do that by creating agreements of how we conduct ourselves in the business. Then you can bring in project manager. The project manager mobilize the team, keep them accountable to the agreements they've made with you. 
and help them to implement the ideas that you have for the business. Meanwhile, the team is building out the standard operational procedures and creating the asset for your business. And this is how we create this self-managing team in a very direct and streamlined way. So this is number one for us in really creating uh, simplicity and freeing you up as the CEO to really be in your zone of genius and really looking at that. Now, it's very important that you are 100% committed and stand behind your vision and your agreements and keep repeating that. So it creates a lot of redundancy. If you are constantly changing direction and constantly changing your mind and constantly asking different things for the team members, they will get confused and they won't take action and you will come to a standstill in your business. So I hope this is really helpful in shedding some light into why you may get frustrated and irritated and annoyed with your team members because they're not really doing what you want them to do. And two, how to actually fix it and what might be missing in your business that you haven't really put in place to allow your team to be as successful as they could be. Truth is, most of your team members really want to do a phenomenal job for you. They just not exactly know how. And so that is your job to really let them know what it looks like. And, and once you give them that guidance, oftentimes they will step up and they will make that happen for you. So I hope this is helpful and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast. I hope this episode sparked a shift in perspective to help you amplify your impact, income, and freedom. Schedule a call with me today. You'll find the scheduling link in the show notes to take the first step towards gaining clarity on how to bring your vision to life with more ease. Check the show notes for additional resources.